You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 56 of the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling, reporting, being on social media. So check them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com. Now, today's show is with Shayla Perry. Shayla Perry is an entrepreneur. She started her business as a freelance copywriter and editor. Now, she's been an entrepreneur for 15 years, but in this episode, we talk about her work with hashtag Black Girl Boss. She started hashtag Black Girl Boss as a means to provide education, resources, and support to minority female business owners around the globe. In this episode, we talk about the importance of defining your brand, how you can create value, the best ways to showcase your community, and so much more. So I'm really excited to get into the good details. But before we dive in, um, I also want to tell you about Shayla's work with Slay Dates. So these are classes that you can take on her website, and I'll put the link in the show notes. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm teaching a class. So if you're listening to this before August 10th at 1 p.m., you can sign up. My class is going to be about how to attract and convert your ideal clients and customers on Instagram. I've also got a neat little bonus with this class. So you can sign up. They're very affordable. I think it's $15 to sign up. Uh, So the link will be in the show notes, and this will be a live interactive opportunity. So I'll see you Saturday, August 10th at one o'clock in her class. Uh, Last bit of update before we get into the interview, I'm speaking at Podcast Movement. It's next week. I am so excited. So I will be speaking on Friday, August 16th. Check the schedule for the time. I believe it's 9 a.m. This is in Orlando, Florida for the world's biggest podcasting conference. And I'm, of course, going to be teaching about social media. So I'm really, really excited for that, and I hope I see you guys there. I'll be hanging out at the conference all week, so um, if you see me, come up and grab a selfie so we can be on Instagram together. (laughs) But yeah, I'm speaking at the conference on Friday at 9 a.m. I better see you guys there. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Oh, last bit of news. I said the last one was last, but this is really the last one, Um, is in the Savvy Social School. We are in the middle of our growth campaign. It's called the Social Media Growth Challenge. And my goal is to help you get more confident, help you post content that converts, and really help you get the right followers. So if you're curious, head on over to SavvySocialSchool.com. Once you join, you're automatically in our challenge. Even if it's after it started, go ahead and join in because I want to see you there. I want to help you grow your social media accounts, okay? Okay, now for real, let's get into this interview. Hey, Shayla, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. 
I'm so excited to chat with you just because I love chatting with really smart entrepreneurs. Uh, but I want to kind of start at the beginning of your journey. We'll get to your Instagram success as well, which mm-hmm. I find fascinating. But um, you've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. So what, 15 what's, years, yes. Oh my gosh. So tell us, how did it all start? Um, it started with, I was having my second child. I wanted to be able to stay home with him. And I started off freelancing, doing uh, copy editing, copywriting, and also editing for freelance, I'm um, sorry, for self-published authors and for some small publishing houses too. So I got into that and then was picked up by a graphic design firm. And they had me doing their copywriting for the websites that they were designing. And soon they ter- had me as their senior copywriter. And I got to work with some really awesome brands like uh, Mercedes and Penguin and <laughs> you know, lots of other companies. And in that time, the owner of that company, she really took me under her wing and taught me everything about SEO and all that good stuff. So in working with that company, I decided I wanted to work more closely with clients. So I started my own marketing company at that time and built my team. And we really focused on branding And then we kind of got into the social media game kind of right before it got really big. So, (laughs) so I was able to, you know, use that to market myself and work with companies and helping them build and strengthen their brands using social media. So they're not spending so much money on marketing. So that's what I've been doing for most of the years (laughs) and the last uh, three to four years here in my teeny tiny city in Corning, New York, upstate New York, I work at an incubator and we help other small businesses or other uh, entrepreneurs get their businesses started. But then they also get to work with myself and the other four businesses here in our office. And we're really hands-on with them and they get to learn all about the entrepreneurial experience. Um, we help them with the projects that they're working on and just really get their business going before we send them off out into the world (laughs) to fend for themselves. So that's a really good thing. I love working with startups. I love uh, fresh new ideas and other companies as well. You know, I like it when they come in thinking that they need one service. And then after we get started talking, they realize, Oh, I I need this instead. (laughs) So that's always a, that's always fun to work with. But yeah, I, my focus is usually branding social media and definitely startups. I love that. And so that really kind of brings us to where you are today. And you started this Instagram account, black girl boss that kind Mm -hmm. of took off. So can you tell us about the story there? Um, I was actually at home babysitting my friend's daughter and she was off playing with my daughter and I was testing out some things. I noticed the engagement on about three of the accounts that I was running had dropped. So I was playing around, decided to start another account myself and see how the engagement was going on that. So I played around with some keywords with some colors that I knew would work and created this black girl boss site, I'm sorry, uh, profile. And within my first two posts, we were immediately getting tagged with other brands like uh, Girl CEO, Women Or, all of those big, um, big accounts that had the really large following. And I thought, 
oh, okay, let me do something with this. Let me go ahead and define this brand before someone else took off with it and really defined it for me, which I, you know, I wanted to get in front of that. So immediately I started building more of uh, the concept behind who a black girl boss is, um, what she's looking for in terms of her career, her lifestyle. And, um, you know, I was, I was playing around with it, doing it on Instagram, but then I was on Facebook and noticed that I was looking for a community for women of color, for entrepreneurs. And I noticed that all the communities that I was finding, they weren't offering a lot of education, um, any resources. It was just kind of a lot of fluff and spam. So I wanted to be able to offer something that was tangible and something that would actually help these women uh, improve their companies in real and meaningful ways. So there was one group in particular that I don't even remember the name of it and I obviously wouldn't say if I did. One group in particular, they had really exploded overnight and I was one of those new people that came in and then all of a sudden they wanted to start charging people $10 to stay in the group. And I immediately questioned that just because I know that $10 may not be a lot for one person, but if you're already not getting anything out of this group, I want to know what I'm getting tomorrow for $10 when, you know, what I'm getting for free isn't, isn't that great or helpful right now. So immediately I was removed from the group, which I knew was coming. So I did a screenshot, but I saw before I was removed from the group, I saw all of the women clamoring to give their, their $10 and that kind of upset me a little bit because I thought, what are they getting for this? And that money could be going to a webinar or a good ebook or something else that will really, really help them in their business. So I wanted to create Black Girl Boss and have it be a platform where they can always rely on getting these, these resources, this education, the motivations, of course, as, as well. And uh, it was always going to be free. So in our group, we do weekly Facebook Lives. And my philosophy is everyone has something to teach and everyone has something to learn. So no matter what phase you're at in your business and in your entrepreneurial journey, you can volunteer to do one of these Facebook Lives and provide some education, contribute to the group in that way. So that's been really exciting to see women who have only been in business for a month or two, and I challenge them to kind of think of the things that they've learned in that time that would be valuable to other people. And uh, it, it's exciting seeing them, seeing them really come out and thinking, okay, yes, I've, I've gone through this and this would be helpful for someone else who's, you know, no matter what phase they are in their business, that would be helpful for them too. So seeing all of the women really dig deep and find out what they can contribute, that's been awesome, awesome to watch. But also just, I mean, my 15 years in, I'm still learning stuff from them. So that the whole platform has really been, you know, our emphasis is on skills and sisterhood. And it's not a ginormous group, but I want it to, I don't know that I ever want it to get to that point because I want to be able to always find ways to really strengthen 
the sisterhood. So we're supporting each other in real genuine ways. Um, a lot of times people will just, you know, they'll, they'll like you or follow you on social media just because they're doing a follow train on a post and then you don't hear from them again. But, you know, I'll go on Instagram, I'll go on Twitter and I can see the women in the group commenting and sharing each other's posts and really backing each other um, outside of the group. So that's been rewarding to see as well. I love that. And I feel like there's a, there's a lot of layers to what you said that I want to kind of dig into. Um, the first one was you talked about the very beginning, defining the brand before someone else defined it for you. Um, yes. What was that process like? What are some of the decisions that you made to define what that would look like? Um, I knew that, like I said, a lot of the girl boss thing has always been big. And, but I knew in that there wasn't a lot of unity in the girl boss, um, in the girl, you know, the nature of what it is to be a girl boss. It was always about the individual. When I created Black Girl Boss, um, I wanted it, it, it actually turned out to be, I went to look at the domain and I was going to purchase it and it was like $5,000 and I thought, this is just something that's an experiment. I'm not going to put the money into that. So when I bought the domain, I created the domain name Black Girl Boss, G-R-L. And with the branding, I thought, you know, it's, it's not, there's no I, it's about us. And that really, it made it about, you know, the Black Girl Boss Yes, you're doing this. It's your own business, but we're all in this together. You're not in this on your own. We're all going to be there together for each other and supporting each other. So that was one of the ways that I wanted to differentiate ourselves from the, the other girl boss movements that are going on out there. Um, another thing that I really wanted to focus on, again, was the, the skills aspect of it. And I didn't want it to be... I know that there are, uh, there are accounts out there that provide education, and I wanted to do that a little bit, but I wanted it to be something where people could relate to the things that I was posting, not necessarily for the educational aspect that would be coming from the group, but just relating to, okay, this is what it's like as an entrepreneur. Someone else gets it. Someone else gets these struggles that I'm going through. Um, other people commenting, saying, yes, that happens to me too. Um, yes, I relate to this quote very much. So, And so it was, it was really, again, building that sense of sisterhood in that. And I, I really wanted to focus on that. Um, and that was kind of one of the things I wanted to, to jump ahead on. I didn't want it to be, you know, the singular black girl boss. It was all of us together. So that was one of the, the biggest things about, like I said, differentiating the brand and making us unique. And it sounds like some of those things really helped build your community and your tribe. Um, and I think you started off on Instagram, right? But now you're, yes. you're, you have a Facebook group as well. So can you yes. tell us a little bit like the growth of the community? Because um, you got that messaging right. So it really resonated with a lot of people. Um, but what did that community growth look like? It started off, so yes, we started on Instagram, and a lot of people, they still, that's how they find us, is through our Instagram posts. However, when the, 
when the group launched on Facebook, I wanted it to be a big experience. So we had this virtual launch party. And in that party, you know, I do a, a point system, party points, and people can get more points if they're inviting people in. They get points if they're using the Black Girl Boss hashtag or tagging us in posts and really putting our, our name out there on social media. So a lot of it came from people were seeing what they were getting from that virtual launch party. And they, they really wanted to bring in their friends, not just for the sake of points, <laughs> but they were really saying, hey, you want to join this community. We're really getting a lot of stuff. I, I give out the free resources during the party. We do our little party favors where you get social media posts that you can post on your account. So the, the virtual events have been really big for us in, in growing the community, but also it's just you provide something that's that's real, that people can really get something from, and that in itself, people will be your ambassadors. They will go out and talk about this community and talk about your brand, and they will bring in the people naturally. So that's kind of, it just kind of grew from that. And being someone who I work from home um, half of the time and I have four kids, so I can't always go to the networking events or, you know, the different conferences and brunches and all of those things. So I wanted to be able to have this platform where other women like me who can't get out to all of these things, we're always going to have these virtual events where people can benefit from the networking aspect. And like I said, again, it all goes back to the sisterhood as well and not miss out on anything. And they're not spending a lot of money on trying to find something to wear, transportation or hotel rooms. <laughs> so that also was you know, important to me and creating these events that again, brought in more people and more people are excited about bringing in their people. <laughs> so it, it really grew quickly. And the more virtual events that we have, the more I, I see people bringing in their their friends and family and other people that they know of. The one the running theme that I'm hearing here is value, value, value. And yes. I think sometimes I think sometimes as business owners we get so focused on kind of like you know, painting the walls before adding the structure of it all. You know, we want it to look good on social media or we want to have this like life that looks glamorous and we want to have these communities that look just large, like just looking at the numbers. And, and from what I'm hearing you say, it's you've got to provide value consistently so that you can get there. But it's so much more important to actually deliver something of value to your community rather than saying, okay, it's big now, let's charge you guys for being here. Kind of. Exactly. And I've even taken breaks from, I've taken long breaks from Instagram so I can focus focus more on the group and creating that content that's going to group members because it's not as important to me to put up the post on Instagram and to bring those people in that way. Again, I know that if I'm providing things to people in the group, then they're going to bring in more people and 
my whole thing has always been, no, I'm not focused on the numbers, but I know that women are out there in these other groups that aren't providing them with anything. And I, I feel like I, I need to save everyone. <laughs> so I want people to come in, but not for the sake of the numbers, for the sake of, I really want people to get this information. I really want them to be able to improve their businesses. Yes, I focus on women of color. However, it's for I, there are so many great products and services out there and there's always something that's missing the mark. Um, whether it's their branding, whether it's the, the copywriting that they have, the way that they're advertising things. And I want to be able to fill those gaps for them so they can better compete in the, in the greater market. So being able to bring in as many people as I can, just, just so we can improve that so we can improve our place and be able to compete better, um, like, like I said, out in the general marketplace. The more I can do that, the better I feel about what it is that I'm trying to do out here. And again, it's, it's not about the numbers for me. It's about providing the value, providing the sisterhood, and, and really, really improving businesses in a, a real, genuine, tangible way. Yeah, absolutely. Love, love, love all of that. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what your social media strategy looks like today? So I know you started off with kind of a, more of a kind of figuring out what resonated and that sort of thing. So what, mm -hmm. what is, how does that look different today on Instagram or the Facebook group? Let us in a little bit. Okay. So on Instagram, again, I started focusing more on the motivational things, um, putting posts out there that people can relate to and say, yes, that's me. That's my life as an entrepreneur. Or that's my life trying to make money, <laughs> all those other things. Um, I try to follow other, other large brands just for the sake of, I want to get to know their community. And I like to, to, see the co to see the posts that they have and the people commenting on them and being able to engage with those people as well and just kind of say, hey, you know, we're Black Girl Boss and we're out here and, you know, we're here for you as well. So being able to communicate with the audience of the larger brands because we usually share audiences in, in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of it has been really focusing on and mixing up our hashtags. The hashtag strategy has always been big for me. Um, I like to, you know, the Black Girl Boss thing is, is always big. I like having people using our hashtag so that gets out there more. I've have, I have it so that anyone using the Black Girl Boss hashtag, their posts show up on our Facebook page. So that encourages more people to use the hashtag. We're getting our name out there, but it's also putting their names out there as well and opening it up to everyone who's looking at our Facebook page. So they're not just getting, you know, the the recognition on Instagram by using it and anyone who's following us there. But again, they're getting it from the people who are following and looking at our page on Facebook, our business page on Facebook. So that's been big in helping us spread the word and just keeping a, a profile that's aesthetically pleasing. Uh, that has been what has drawn people to us in a lot of ways. The color scheme is a little different than what people are mostly used to seeing. Um, 
I honestly am not a fan of pink, <laughs> but pink has been working and I threw the mint in there just because it, it's, it balanced out the pink for me. So there's not as much pink, but I knew that people liked, you know, it, the people were really responding to it. I get so many DMs saying, wow, your, you know, your account looks so great. Can you do mine for me? And so that's been big as far as as far as, you know, getting us out there, getting people on board, I also noticed that uh, people recognize our posts, not because I have them branded with the Black Girl Boss hashtag or our handle. It's just they know our colors. They know the kind of things that we post. So people always say to me, I know that that was a Black Girl Boss post, even though you don't have your logo on it. You don't have, you know, these other things there they get the feel of who we are. They get the, like I said, the color scheme and all those things. We've built up the brand so that people can recognize us no matter what. So that's really cool that I've liked. Yeah. And something that you said that I want to talk about a little bit and kind of just get your thoughts on was the elements of um, showcasing your community. You really Mm -hmm. focus on not making it about you. It's about them. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's such an important distinction with some of your strategies. So for maybe someone listening who's thinking about building a community and they want to kind of do some of those things, um, what's one piece of advice that you would give them for just starting out in the community building phase? Um, I think stay authentic to what it is that you're trying to do and what it is you're trying to provide for your community. If you know that education is something that's going to be big for you and that's what brought people in, don't switch it up and all of a sudden be about something different. Um, Stay true to who you are, what you're trying to do, and what brought people in to you um, in the first place because that's what's going to keep them there. Yes, I make most of Black Girl Boss about uh, helping other people get more recognition. That's a lot of what we do in our virtual parties as well. We're putting our name out there, but every time we put our name out there, we're putting in everyone else's too who's a part of us. We are Black Girl Boss. All of us together are Black Girl Boss. And I didn't get that myself, even though I knew that's what I was, how I was branding it. I didn't get all of that. I knew there was something missing and when it came to the brand. And it wasn't until we had our, our virtual launch party that I realized what it was that was missing for me all that time. And it was the people. It was the different personalities coming together. It was people checking in from traffic and checking in from the salon chair. We had 10 people all getting their hair done at the same time. <laughs> And they're checking in from them, so or from there. So I knew it was it was the community and the sisterhood that was missing from that I kind of underestimated when I put it together, and I didn't think that it would change everything that I was doing so profoundly. It made it like a thousand times more effective. Just mm-hmm. just seeing that, feeling that myself, and. For me to be able to pour back into the group, that that wanting to replicate that feeling and to make sure we're always, always doing that, always trying to keep that energy level up, that level of sisterhood up and really building, okay, this is who we are and we've got each other's backs, whether it's in the group, like I said, or on some other social media platform. Um, we really, really, I don't allow promoting in the group 
because I want it to be, if you're going to throw something up there, I want it to be effective. <laughs> so don't do it for the sake of just spamming people. People buy from people that they know, like, and trust. We all know that. So I encourage people every Friday to do a Facebook Live, not to promote their company, but to let us know a little bit about who they are. And then if they do a Facebook Live, then they're able to put an ad up to promote themselves. And like I said, I, I do that just because I want us to really get to know each other, to really, really be able to support each other, to be able to know what each person does so that when we're out and the world or on some other Facebook group or whatever, we can say, hey, I can recommend you to this person because I know, I know them, I can vouch for them and really support each other in that way. So like I said, whatever it is that you are, that you decide you want to do and to make your community about, stick with that because that's what's drawing people in. And if you're passionate about what you're trying to do, that's really going to show in everything that you're doing. And that's what people are drawn to. And that's what keeps people in the community. And it makes them want to, to share it, to have other people involved with it as well. Yes, passion and consistency. Those are a really good combination. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so if someone want, wanted to join in for Slate Aids or even just the Black Girl Blast communities, um, can you share us where is the best place to find you online? The best place would probably be our website. We're at uh, www.blackgirlboss.com. And again, there's no I and girl because it's about all of us together. So I encourage people to go to the website, find out about our slate dates, um, get connected to our Instagram account. We're always happy to see people there. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on Pinterest. Definitely, they're able to find us on Facebook and if people are on our Facebook page on the desktop, they can really get a sense of who else is in our community just by looking at the other people using our hashtag and that are on our page. So fantastic and I'll put all of those links in the show notes I really encourage you guys to go check it out um, and be a part of the community yourselves thanks so much for a fantastic interview Shayla it's been a pleasure oh I've loved it thank you for having me Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.